Hello, and welcome to another episode of Midnight Mon Pod, the Monster Apocalypse podcast after hours. My name's Garrett, and I'm your host on this trip into the miniatures game, Monster Apocalypse. Tonight, we're going in on the third monster out of the Pterosaurus faction. This will be the fourth episode of the Pterosaurus Faction Focus series, and I'm looking forward to it. Alright, so I'm once again attempting to use the handheld recorder while out doing my errands during the day moon. But we're going to go in on Pterodax here. Pterodax is the third monster out of the Pterosaurus Faction. It is the only flying monster out of the faction. For that matter, the only high mobility monster out of the faction. I'm going to read through the... Uh, Stats on Alpha, have a little chat about that, then we'll get it on the Hyper. So Alpha Pterodax, 10 health monster, 5 health in each form, 10 down to 6 in Alpha, 7 speed, high mobility, 9 defense. His attack stats are a 6-3 brawl, a blast with range 3, 7 action dice, and 4 boost dice, and the energy sap trigger. If this attack hits an enemy monster, your opponent must move one action die from their monster pool to their unit pool. His power stat is 6 action, 4 boost, and he's got three special rules on the left side of his card here. He's got action toe. During this model's activation, this model can spend one action die to perform a toe action. Choose one allied unit within five spaces of this model and place it adjacent to this model. The placed model cannot advance after being placed. Flight. This model can end its movement on impassable terrain and is immune to hazards, except when colliding with them. And sidestep. If this model is missed by an attack, after the attack is resolved, this model can advance up to three spaces. Alright, so let's talk about Alpha Pterodax right now. Overall, solid decent stats. 9 defense, 7 speed high mobility. Those are really good stats. Nothing to sneeze at there. Flight means that you can't step yourself into hyper, which can be a detriment on an alpha form, but also means that as you move around through a partially destroyed city, you don't have to worry about taking extra points of damage. Energy sap on his blast is a cute rule. It doesn't normally come up a lot, because if you're in a position where you're blasting the enemy monster with a monster, you're probably feeling pretty bad anyway, because there's a lot better things to be doing on your turn. Similarly, sidestep is... um basically one of the worst rules in the game. Uh, sidestep says, if this model is missed by an attack, after the attack is resolved, this model can advance up to three spaces. The most likely use cases for this are your opponent decided to try to chip in some unit damage and missed, or they were trying to line you up for a power attack and missed, in which case you're probably already in a decent spot and you don't really want to be moving out of that spot just so they can try to move you somewhere else. Sidestep's uh, not great, especially since reposition ate its entire lunch with being the same rule, but on a hit or a miss. Now, the one currently unique thing about Pterodax's kit here is the toe action. Currently in the game, it only exists on Pterodax and the Pterodactyx unit model, and is a pretty solid tool for both building your own screen and removing your own screen if you have to. The downside to it is that it can only affect your own unit models. The upshot is that it's got a pretty large range on the first part of that turreting. 
So anywhere within five spaces of a monster is a quarter of the map, give or take, depending on where you're standing. And then you take that unit from anywhere within the five space aura and put it into any of the 12 spaces immediately adjacent to the monster. There's a lot of tricky movement stuff that can be done with it. It's just not always super relevant. Really cute is using it on something like a Psyeel to bring in a hazardous model after you've uh, positioned for a body slam and body slam them into a uh, Psyeel in addition to the building that you were already eating them into. Works for throws too if they're just far enough away from a double that you can shove the Psyeel off yourself diagonally there and throw them into the building in the Psyeel. Let's talk about Hyperform for a bit here now. So Hyperform Pterodax keeps the same speed and defense. 7 speed, high mobility, defense 9, 5 health remain. His Brawl stat gains 1 die of each type, going up to a 7-4. His Blast remains range 3 and gains 1 action die, going to an 8-4. Keeps Energy Sap and gains Penetrator. When resolving this attack, the target model suffers minus 1 defense to a minimum of 1. Power stat also goes up by one die of each to a 7-5, and then gains the airdrop effect. When this model performs a throw power attack, the target monster can be placed up to two spaces farther away than the number of power dice rolled. I'll talk more about that after I go through the other special rules real quick. Three special rules here on Hyperform Pterodax. We've kept flight, we've kept sidestep, we lost action toe, and replaced it with Rapid Fire. This model can make a blast attack in addition to any other attack it makes during each of your monster activations. Alright, so, Hyperform Pterodax has a lot going on, and it might not immediately be obvious what it is. Generally speaking, anything with Lightning Attack or Rapid Fire is definitely worth some competitive consideration, because it means they can, in a 1v1 scenario, punch or shoot something and then step in to clear the, after clearing the screen to do the impressive body slam or throw attack. The fact that Pterodax's Rapid Fire Blast is a 4-boost penetrator attack, darn near any unit model can be cleared off the board fairly reliably with just a single action dice worth investment. Energy Sap is still a uh, niche rule if you're on a rapid fire model, you might actually be trying to ping an extra point of damage in, so it might actually come up some more on this hyperform than it does on the alpha where it's a feel bad rule. But the coolest ability on this entire kit is airdrop. And airdrop is definitely an ability that doesn't get enough love. Like at first, it's like, okay, so looking at that, if I make a full investment, I can throw something 12 spaces away. That That's just underselling the actual value of airdrop. The real value of airdrop is that I can spend the four dice that I'm comfortable spending, or five dice so that I've got enough to do a, an alley-oop, and still get the six or seven spaces of movement without actually investing that much power to get it that far. Even if uh, you only have that one power die to invest, you can still throw them three spaces. It's entirely probable that opponents who are counting spaces and counting dice very well will end up missing the extra spaces provided by airdrop because only one model in the game does this.
and it's a really cool rule. Now, I, I took a little bit of time playing around with Pterodax, and Pterodax is a really fun model that absolutely does not get the attention it deserves, largely because there are, is a glut of speed 7, high mobility, defense 9 models in protectors. Chances are you're not running two of them, so you, you kind of pick your favorite high mobility monster and roll with it. And unfortunately, anything Pterodax can do, Hurricaneus does better, which feels terrible because I really, really like Pterodax's aesthetic. I like its kit. Airdrop is an awesome, unique rule. Hurricaneus just kind of has all the stuff going on for her. And it feels bad when you look at Pterodax and go, oh, hey, this model's actually really good. Like, I'd probably put this model up in the A tier. Just going through all these stats, like, it's got really good stats. It's got some really interesting, useful rules. He just doesn't get the attention he deserves. Just doesn't. And, and it's a crying shame. But uh, I'm already championing one particular 10 health high mobility monster. Uh, I, I can't really lean in on another one. So somebody else is going to have to take up the banner of Pterodax's champion. But uh, yeah, Pterodax. Definitely worth playing. One of the more fun models I've played with. Try him out. I, I'm pretty sure it's a case of try it, you'll like it. Because like, Everything comes up except for Alpha Energy Sap. Even Sidestep will come up once or twice a game. Might not be helpful, but it'll come up. And like I said, anything with a decent secondary attack on their Hyper is automatically worth consideration for the A tier. And with all the other stats, I think this might be the most slept-on monster in the game right now. Definitely, definitely look into trying Pterodax out. because. Like, I, I hadn't looked closely at its stats, but these stats are all really good, guys. Only problem Pterodax has is just being in protectors where there's so many other options in the same weight class. But yeah, that, that's my uh, little love letter to Pterodax here. So I'm going to leave it at that. Tune in next time for uh, the episode about my boy Tyrannix. And if you thought this was a love letter, you should wait for that one. Until then, this has been Midnight Monpod. The Monster Populist Podcast After Hours. I'm Garrett. Thanks for stopping by, folks. Catch you around. Monpod is part of the Line of Sight Network, loswarmachine.com slash midnight-monpod.